You're listening to a BGE podcast. to the blind grilling experience this friday's cut straight weekend workshop edition hope everybody has been doing well and uh enjoying some of this warmer weather although we're getting a lot of rain uh wow it's been awesome we got a lot to update you on as far as some of our woodworking projects that we've been uh, doing the dining table is coming along folks it's coming along nicely and we got some other projects that we've got going on and some disasters stay tuned all right folks oh man yeah it has been a week let me tell you yeah we've got uh We've got a lot going on. Uh, the dining table, it's, uh, you know, one, one, one step at a time. It, it's coming along. Uh, that, that so far is going well. We'll, we'll see how that, how that continues to go. Uh, just to give you a little update on that, uh, we've got, of course, the entire tabletop is glued up. We've got the breadboard ends put on on each end. And so there will be, as of right now, a live edge all the way around the table. And um, what we need to do now is basically a lot of sanding. <laughs> um, I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to do the corners. You know, when you get that breadboard in, put on each end and live edge across that, you know, then you've got a, a cut area uh, where the joint is. And so... Um, uh, what I'm going to do and, and my wife and I will take a belt sander and we're just going to round off the corners and then kind of blend in the natural live edge, uh, to the, the cut, the cutoff on each side on the breadboard end and just kind of make it, you know, look like, or feel like a, uh, a live edge. And so kind of blend that in together with the sander. So that's the plan right now, but the breadboard ends are on the tabletop is basically all glued up together completely. So we just need to do a few more, um, Oh, you know, little, little cracks, knot holes, things like that. Some wood filler and things, uh, that will get done. And then it, then, like I said, just a lot of sanding, on this top, it's going to end up being seven foot long by about 42 inches wide. Um, and that's, um, you know, it, it, I didn't know exactly how, you know, what it was going to come out to be. Uh, you know, uh, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for, you know, no less than seven foot and, and we're right at it. We're right at seven foot with the breadboard in. So, Ah, yeah, <laughs> one, one step closer. Uh, so uh, so we'll be sanding and doing a lot of work on that as, as time goes on. Um, it, it, you know, uh, 
this, the walnut, I, I tell you this, man, when you're sanding on that walnut, make sure you wear a respirator, folks. <laughs> I, and, and I have been in the last few little bit we've been doing and the sanding we've been doing, both my wife and I both are wearing. Uh, I think I had an M95 mask and then she had another little respirator thing on. So uh, we're, we're doing our best to stay protected, especially with that walnut. That walnut dust is is a little bit worse than some of your other woods and they're all bad if you're going to breathe them in but uh, there's something about that walnut that'll really get you so uh, you know be sure and uh, take that serious your dust collection we you know we run when we're doing the sander we've got a hose to the vac uh, little shop vac uh, connected to it so we've got dust uh, extraction happening at the same time so we're doing our best, but still, uh, you know, dust gets in the air. So, um, but, but that's, that's coming along, but that's not, not the only thing that we've had to sand. I, I've got some orders for some, uh, more recipe boxes. And so, uh, I've been trying to knock those out and, and that is where, um, I, I've had a little bit of disaster, <laughs> uh, Man, I, you know, sometimes you just, you got to walk away. And uh, I had to do that a couple times um, this past week in the shop because I, I had my uh, boards cut. I had uh, everything resawed. I had the measurements. So I've got my, uh, my wood cut for the recipe boxes. And I'm doing about seven inches long. Um, at one point I started at seven and a half inches long, uh, for the front and the back and five to six inches long for the sides. I, it just depends on the box and how much wood I've got. And so I had those cut and it's about six inches tall. Uh, well, not quite. It, it's about five and a half inches tall. And then I got my jig set up on my router for the box joints. And, you know, that, that, that can be a little frustrating. <clears throat> You've got to really dial it in and, and just a little off one direction or the other can uh, mess everything up. But I got it dialed in, had some test pieces we run and everything was lining up. Everything was good. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. So I get my uh, main work piece and I had some hickory that I was going to do first. So I had some these hickory pieces and I run my front piece uh, through this box joint jig and I get uh, both ends box joint cut. And then I grab a side piece and I run the uh, one end of the side piece and I put it together and it's going together. Everything's fine. It's working. It's like awesome. And so I go ahead and I knock out uh, two um, of these hickory boxes and I grab some walnut and start knocking out a couple of walnut boxes. And so I, I basically got four boxes with the box joints made and I start to try and put them together and they won't go together. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, why, what do you mean? How is this even possible? What? What could have happened to to for to allow this to happen? And I start messing with the jig and start readjusting things and and I just can't I can't get it dialed in again. It's it I'm I had to just walk away from it. And I get back to it and I'm working again trying to dial it in and 
and it's just not working. Something is just, it's really super frustrating. And so uh, I, I walk away from it again, but I've already run uh, a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of these, uh, these work pieces that I, I'm just so upset and so frustrated. Um, and so I go back to the box joint. I, I'm feeling on the router bit and I'm like, oh man, this is a spiral cut bit. And I remember when I first started doing these box joints, there was something about the spiral cut bit that just didn't do as well as a straight bit, a straight up and down um, groove bit. And so I was like, man, maybe that was my problem. Maybe, maybe, but I, I just still couldn't wrap my head around the fact that the first ones that I cut were fine. So I'm like, well, I'm going to switch out these bits and, you know, I'm feeling up at the, the top of that bit and I'm and it feels like a spiral. And so I, I take the bit out and I find another three eighths inch, um, uh, router bit and it's a spiral. I'm like, wait a minute, I only had one spiral. The other was a straight. And the one I'm holding, this new one I just pulled out, it is, it's spiral all the way down. I grabbed the other one again, and it was, in fact, a straight bit. But the problem is the bit broke up towards the top end of that. And when I, uh, you know, and I didn't know it, uh, the bit had a huge chip out of it. I, I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. And, and so when I finally felt of that bit sticking up out of the router table, it, it felt like it was a spiral bit up towards the top. And, and, uh, no, it wasn't, there was this chip out of it. And, and I think that's, <laughs> that was my problem. Ah, oh, man, I tell you what, that, uh, it was frustrating going, you know, thinking you can knock out a whole bunch of work pieces just to find out that now that they're run, uh, you know, you, you can't use them for what you intended to use them for. Uh, I'm really good at repurposing sometimes, you know, finding things to do. And so I found some things to do with them. I'm making some coasters and different things and just cut off uh, the ends that I had cut the uh, the box joint that, you know, that didn't work. <laughs> And so cut those off and cut those work pieces down to some um, four by four inch squares to uh, make coasters. And so, you know, I'm, it's salvageable, right? Thing, things are salvageable. <laughs> so, but it was still extremely, extremely frustrating having to go through that and, and, and not being able to figure it out, knowing that, you know, I even I had my wife out there like, listen, this it this is what the distance between the spacer and the bit has to be. It has to be three eighths inch because I'm using a three eight inch, uh, three eighths inch bit. So the space and the spacer was three eighths inch, and so I need you know I use my click rule. I had that and and I'm I'm missing something. And she, um, she checked it and and didn't notice the the bit, uh, unfortunately. And, you know, she's like, well, that, you know, she, she thinks she's got it dialed in and we run a few pieces and, uh, they it, it still, you know, and so, yeah, that, that was, that was a learning experience. <laughs> I guess every once in a while you just need to stop 
And, uh, and so, you know, even when you're, you get things set and they seem to start working and you bust some out, uh, I guess you still need to stop and, and check things every, every once in a while. I was really hoping to knock those out a lot quicker than I did. And so ended up spending a lot more time on those than, uh, was intended. Uh, but it, it's all coming together. Got some, uh, walnut and, uh, was able to make, I probably could have had three hickory, uh, boxes made, uh, but now I've only got one. So, uh, is what it is, but that's all right. We, we, at least I got one, <laughs> I guess. Um, and so got some walnut, uh, recipe boxes made and, uh, and started a few other projects. Um, my, uh, I don't think my kids listen to the podcast, to be honest with you. So, uh, I'm working on a project for, uh, my, one of my daughters, uh, making a, a shoe rack uh, with some uh, walnut lumber uh, boards that I've got. And so uh, it's going to be about 30 inches tall and 30 inches wide, almost a square. But um, I'm working on how I'm going to get it together. I'm using some dowel rods at a little bit different lengths of the shoes or uh, heights. So the one in the front, the one in the back. Um, so the shoes kind of sit at an angle. And we'll see. I'm, I'm still working out the the details but hopefully next week I'll be able to knock that one out and and get it all finished and and ready to go. And um, we uh, worked on another project this week as well. We did this little picture stand. It was pretty cool. My wife's idea. Uh, after we cut off the uh, some of the uh, lumber, some of the wood uh, from the ends of the table. Once we got it squared up, the cutoffs. The, some of them had live edge on them, and there was this one little, uh, oh, I would say about six inches long. And if you flip it up on its end, so the live edge was facing the ceiling, um, you know, about four inches tall. And uh, my wife engraved the kind of some mountains, the name of a family that we're going to be giving it uh, to for a for a gift, and. And then we bought these little picture holders, little wire picture holders with like little pigtails up at the end that you can slide in either um, little pictures or you can slide in gift cards. And so, uh, you know, once she got it all sanded down, we drilled holes uh, to put these little rods in and we put four. So, and then we, and they're going to hold, and when we give it the gift to them, those little rods are going to be holding for gift cards. But the point of it will be, you know, they can take the gift cards, but then have a picture of the family, uh, maybe a, you know, of all of them, and then maybe one of each person in the family, um, you know, they can have on those ends of those rods and they can set somewhere in either their home or if, you know, one of them wants to take it to a, an office at work. They'll be able to do that. It, it's a neat little project, you know, for repurposing some of the cutoffs of this wood. And it, it turned out really nice, really beautiful uh, with this walnut and that live edge. And it was kind of cool because in the engraving, she kind of followed the contour of that live edge, which was, you know, up at the top facing the ceiling on the engraving on the front that you would be looking at, um, you know, the mountains, um, that she engraved kind of follows that contour. It was it was just really cool, and then their name under that. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was pretty sweet. Um, so little things like that, 
if you can get really creative, you know, and make some things. So I've got a few other projects in mind that I'm going to be working on over the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, can get them done before Christmas. We'll see. Uh, still going to do my best to keep, you know, keep trucking on that table though, that dining table. I am, uh, I am determined within the next two weeks, week and a half to have that tabletop with a finish on it with the uh, probably, I think we're going with a polyurethane finish right now, uh, but to have that all sanded down and three to four coats at least of this polyurethane finish on that tabletop so that we can bring it in to our dining room and set it on the base uh, that our uh, table's on now. So we'll take the tabletop off the current base and we'll just kind of use that until we uh, finalize the kind of base that we want for this table uh, that we will make out of walnut and keep everything kind of cohesive that way. So that that's been what, <laughs> that's what's been going on. Um, still uh I'm still a little frustrated with the whole router bit situation um but uh you know and it, it uh, that's part of it that's part of it it, it is what it is so it uh, I still had fun you know uh, it, it felt good as I was knocking those out and you know as as much of a high as you can get doing that is I was just the opposite of a low you know, when I found out they weren't gonna go together uh but uh it would have been worse if I'd have still been, you know, recording this podcast and been like, and I still don't know why, but I do, I do know why. And so, uh, you know, that, that feels good too. figuring out troubleshooting and finally, finally figuring out what the problem was. So, um, you know, that you go through bits that, yeah, that's, <laughs> oh man, a, a consumable product, I guess. Uh, so um, we'll see. I, I'll, I have to see what I need to do to get another straight bit, um, back and, uh, kind of have some on, on hand in case it ever happens again. So make sure I get, um, you know, more that I, so I can have one to replace if this other one ever breaks. So anyway, hope folks have been doing well. got some emails that came in. Sean Keen down in Texas uh, emailed us and uh, appreciate that. And I uh, love hearing from everybody and uh, glad you're listening to the podcast, getting something out of it. I appreciate that. And uh, definitely we'll be in touch and talking about some things uh, coming up in the future. We've got uh, a few things, you know, we're going to be ending season two here pretty soon. And take a few weeks off for Christmas, New Year's, and then uh, pick up uh, in January sometime with season three of the Blind Grilling Experience. And uh, we'll keep going with the uh, Friday Cut Straight Work Weekend Workshop edition as well as our regular Monday episodes. And um, But yeah, absolutely, we'll keep doing that. Daniel Hawkins emailed us and uh, things are going well there. And um, so appreciate uh, hearing from you also uh, my friend, and I uh, hope, hope uh, you guys are grilling up some nice things also uh, for the holidays. Um, we'll see. You know, I've, I I don't know what I'm going to be cooking just yet. I think I'm trying to talk my wife into a prime rib. I think we're going to do a ham, but I'm trying to do a prime rib as well. We'll see. Um, haven't haven't gotten there yet, but I'm I'm working on it. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, and then. Um, 
you know, try to finish up some of these other gifts that we're working on in the shop. You know, we got these, re- again, the recipe boxes, got a couple of uh, big green egg handles to knock out still. And then I uh, got, um, the, you know, going to work on these coasters, get those finished. And these coasters are really cool uh, little project. You know, if you can get, you know, your, you know, I've resawed some of this wood down to about, oh, probably three-eighths inch thick. Uh, maybe a couple of them are a little thinner than that. But at Hobby Lobby, we get this um, cork that has an adhesive back to it. And you can cut it any shape. You can make it round, square, or however you, you want to do it. It's easy to cut. Um, and then once you cut it to shape, you peel that adhesive back, and it'll stick to whatever you know you, you want to put it on. And that works really well for the underside of these coasters. And so, um, you know, we'll put a water lock on the coasters because, you know, people using coasters because they don't want water damage on the tables that, you know, people are setting drinks on. So they use the coasters. Well, you know, coasters are going to have some of that water damage, too. And so we use a water lock uh, sealant to put on those. And along with that, that cork on the bottom will also kind of help absorb some of that as well. So. Uh, so that's kind of the idea with these, and then she'll engrave, uh, give them to her, and she'll put some, uh, do an engraving on the coasters as well. So makes a nice little gift. We usually do little sets of four on the coasters, and uh, it they they turn out well and and really help save on scraps, you know, because you can turn a lot of offcuts into little things like that, and so that that turned out well. Um, so anyway. Hope folks again have had a great week. It's a short episode, and and partly because uh, I'm still just like taking some deep breaths, be like, oh, this is so frustrating, but it's so much fun at the same time. Especially you know when you're getting these things knocked out finally, and it just feels good knowing that you're out doing something, being productive, and uh, and 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 working independently. It just it is it's something about it you know, make, makes you feel really well. And of course, understanding, you know, couldn't do it without God. God is blessing us, blessing me uh, with this ability. And um, I'm, I'm just so thankful uh, for the strength that he gives me to power through uh, all these situations and uh, the opportunity to uh, (laughs) teach me patience as well. All right, folks, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail dot com i appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to cut straight weekend workshop edition right here on the blind grilling experience until next time cut straight